one biggest piece of advice would don't give up. You know, even if people, you know, think it's maybe just going to be a hobby or, you know, something that doesn't last forever, you know, push through it, start it. You know, you only live once. You're listening to the Seton Hall Undergraduate Leaders Podcast, the only leadership podcast run by undergraduate students dedicated to helping undergraduate students lead in diverse fields. From people in diplomacy to entertainment, from CEOs to student leaders, we feature people from all walks of life. It's all part of the mission. Here at the Messina Leadership Institute, we make leaders better. Welcome to the Seton Hall Undergraduate Leaders Podcast. My name is Kayla Engel and I'll be your host. Today we welcome Brooke and Madison Loza as our guests. Brooke and Madison are junior nursing students at Seton Hall involved in the Leadership Institute and ROTC. They both also serve as digital ambassadors for the school and are involved in a variety of clubs on campus, such as the Green New Deal. They have started an environment-friendly store called the One Stop Ego Shop, which is the first package-free grocery store in Ocean County, located in Toms River, New Jersey. And at the One Stop Ego Shop, they provide a variety of resources such as beginner zero-waste kits, dryer balls, and toothpaste tablets. Brooke and Madison, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yes, of course. So just to get us started, could you guys talk about what your shop is about? What really motivated you for you guys to get it started? Yeah, so I guess I'll kind of go back to the beginning. Three years ago when we kind of got the inspiration, I know I had started an Instagram to, you know, get the community into low-waste living, you know, and, and teach them really need to create waste. I guess Madison kind of wants to share, like, I, little... Yeah, I was more... I was really, like, health-focused at the time. I was all into working out, eating healthy. And when Brooke first told me about all this year waste, I was like, that's amazing. And what about the health aspect of it? How much, like, does it benefit your health? And we took some time, you know, to research what the benefits of, you know, switching over to this zero-waste lifestyle could mean for you. And eliminating all the dyes and excess chemicals would really benefit your health. And then I think I just like I was like Madison. I had seen like these refill stores like popping Pop up, up all over the all country, over California. So, yeah, so many. And I was like, where are these in New Jersey? And there was a few in New Jersey at the time, and I was like, there was none in our county and like our area close by. I think the closest one was almost two hours away. And I was like, but I want to go to one. Like I want yeah. one right by me. And so I, I turned to Madison. I was like, Madison, I think I'm gonna start a business. <laughs> I was like, you want to do it with me? And I think that day I literally told my mom, like, I started a business. And she was like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's so awesome. Just jumping in and going for it. And yeah. I know you mentioned a little bit about starting an Instagram and getting involved in social media platforms. In regards to your shop, how have you utilized social media and specific marketing tools? Yeah, I think coming from being that I started an online community, I called myself the eco twin at the time. I, unfortunately, <laughs> due to like classes and stuff, I haven't been very active. I've you know, mainly focused on the business mm-hmm. at this point. But I use like the skills that I, I use there, transfer it to my business and just like posting often, you know, being on multiple platforms and just, you know, telling our story and trying yeah. to get people to follow along. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> all of them that you can think of. Really just being consistent, posting on a regular basis, being open with customers online, showing, you know, behind the scenes, you know, what our business is up to. That's definitely really helped us. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really cool because you guys have kind of gotten a little TikTok famous off of this. Yeah. Which is yeah. <laughs> Some Seton Hall fame here. And just talk about like what process did you go through to launch a fully functional in-store as college students, mm-hmm. as high school students who just like had this idea like, mom, <laughs> I'm starting a shop and it didn't just end up in her basement. Were you, were there any startup programs you got involved in? How did you really acquire funding as well as a customer base? 
Thankfully, before we, we were in business online, we were doing farmer's markets around, you know, our town that we lived in. So that helpfully, thankfully generated some funds. Personally, you know, we did invest some into the business as well. Yeah. And then also some of the competitions we competed in, Pirates Pitch. Uh, you pitched New Jersey, and then we're hoping to enter like a few more this fall and next spring as well but it was mainly just doing our own research at first we had actually planned originally to go in like a little incubator space like the, yeah. like, like smaller than like our bedroom, a bedroom like a bedroom home. size um and you know we were so dead set like you know what we're gonna start small we're gonna go into this little incubator space you know considering that was say only a few hundred dollars a month compared to doing a storefront with electricity yeah. and you know so many other factors. There's a lot consider. like on a smaller scale at that it was you know constantly online. I, I told Madison I was like, listen, like I want to go big or go home. I told her I'm going to find the perfect storefront, and I just and she so, did. I she just did. so happened to stumble across this one place in Tom's River, you know, I needed a little extra love, yeah. and I was I was willing to put that in. I was like Madison, <laughs> I was like, I know we could do it. And so we took the jump and we got it. Yeah. So yeah, that's so amazing. From a little incubator to a full store with big girl bills. As yeah. someone on campus, I totally get it. Electricity is killer. And could you talk a little bit about like the competitions you've been involved in, what that process specifically was like and how you really found out about these opportunities and what competing in them was kind of like just to give insight into for our students. Of course. Yeah. So actually one of my good friends who goes to NJIT, he kind of started his own business as well. And he was telling me how he entered, because at the time I was, we were both looking for funding. And I was like, you know, I, you know, wasn't really into like the business aspect here at Seton Hall since I'm a nursing student. And so he was like, oh, you know, you should look into Seton Hall and see if they have, you know, resources yeah. for, you know, businesses and entrepreneurs. And I was like, you know, what? I never thought about that. And, you know, I literally that day I Googled Seton Hall <laughs> entrepreneurship and I and found Susan Professor Sherrick. And, yeah. you know, she kind of helped guide me along because I told her, you know, I got in a meeting with her, I explained to her, you know, about our business and how we really wanted to take the next step, and she kind of guided me, guided us towards all these, all these different co- competitions. competitions, you know, Seton Hall specifically, we competed in their pirate pitch, pirate pitch competition and got second place, which was really awesome. A lot of, um, you know, just applications, really. Yeah, pitching, um, pitching our business pitching your and business. telling, you know, yeah. our mission, going through, like, what we're going to use the funds for. How you see the future going. How you see the future, yeah. Awesome stuff. And I know you mentioned a professor helping you out, and is there any other support systems or other mentors that have really helped guide you through this process? You know, our, our family has been one of our biggest supporters. They continue, they obviously support our business all the time, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. either, you know, sharing our posts, you know, obviously buying from our business as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Also other, I'm actually a part of this Facebook group chat with other zero waste store owners from like around the U.S. We all kind of like pitch in and help mm-hmm. each other, you know, with questions, whether it be like most basic things like taxes, getting your taxes done, <laughs> paying bills, yeah. like, you know, everyone just messages and it's like yeah. a giant, like, Almost like a school-wide group chat, but, you know. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And they are they also in our kind of age range? Are they older? No, so a lot of them are older. I know there's one other store in Pennsylvania, so she's she's around she's our pretty, age. I think she's a few years older than years, us. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, everyone's all different ages, and I think it's really great that we all could find something to connect on. So. Yeah, no, that's really awesome. And just getting involved in this so young, do you feel there's ever a specific advantage or disadvantage to that kind of stuff? 
I, I'd say the biggest disadvantage is people questioning your ability. Biggest thing we've encountered at our farmer's markets was people questioning, you know, is this your business? Like, where are your parents? Oh, you know, you're just a worker. <laughs> you know, can I talk to the owner? I'm like, you're looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's that's the biggest thing because most people, you know, see it's like a male-dominated industry in business and normally don't see, you know, two 20-year-olds running, running a business. Yeah, and I guess I think the biggest advantage is like that surprise element, you know, like people don't expect 20 year olds in college to be running a business. Also, I think a good thing about our age is we're able to connect with so many people on different levels, yeah. especially being our main demographic is Gen, like, Z. Gen, Gen Z, Z. Gen Z. you know, mm-hmm. so I feel like we could connect, you know, with on a different level, you know, on a different level. Like we're college students, low income college students. Like, I don't want to go to a grocery store and spend a lot of money. And that's one of the big things about our store. We understand having to make budgets and like save on things. So we want to make sure customers, you know, have that option too. Yeah, that's really awesome. Making sustainable living more accessible. Yeah. Really awesome work. And so what kind of inspired you to really be focused on environment as a whole, as well as like your specific products? I know you guys have toothpaste tablets and really fun, innovative stuff. So what really inspired that creative process? How did you find out about these products? Yeah, I think it was actually Brooke. You watched. We watched a video by Lauren Singer. Okay. Um, she was able to fit all her waste Whole for a year in a mason jar. No way. And that kind of just like sparked us on, you know, trying to research all different products. And she actually opened the package free shop. They actually run out of New York. And we saw a bunch of their products online. We're like, you know, we started emailing all the companies like, hey, you know, <laughs> could we stock your product? We'd love to have you, you know, on our store. And, you know, this is where kind of, like, we first started, like, seeing what products are out there, found, like, different wholesale platforms that we could find other products. And then we also had a lot of companies reach out to us and be like, hey, can I send you over a catalog for, you know, our business? Check us out. You know, we'd love to be in your store if possible. Yeah, I think it kind of turned into looking like okay, we have this, you know, low-waste paper towel option, and it's like, oh, what about deodorant? What about, you know, toothpaste? (laughs) What about, you know? Mm -hmm. And it kind of just started becoming larger and larger. Like, what else can we find for people where they can make a swap, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, to save money, to make it where they're, like, not creating any waste? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of Uh, going think I think that's a really big thing is, like, finding – products but also different price ranges as well you know because not everything we have obviously saves you money but a lot of it does and you know it it makes up for itself you know we sell beeswax wraps but we have like several different options one at a lower price range one at a higher price range so it fits your budget no matter where you are yeah that's really awesome work just really making it accessible to everyone from the average day college student to the families Mm -hmm. is really really awesome and could you guys just talk a little bit about what is package-free items because I kind of have an idea but I'm not like a hundred percent yeah of course so package-free basically means these items without the excess packaging so say when you walk into the grocery store and you see say toilet paper and you know how toilet paper is usually already rolled up in some sort of packaging to protect the toilet paper Mm -hmm. but then it's wrapped in additional plastic Mm -hmm. or you have say like bottles of cleaners that are again wrapped in more plastic So it's about getting rid of that excessive packaging, which ultimately just goes, it serves no other purpose than just to, you know, cover the outside, make sure it bundles together, but then it just goes straight to the landfill. Mm -hmm. So package-free is taking away this excess packaging and allowing people to come into our store and buy, you know, pasta, shampoo, 
conditioner or body wash with the bottles, the packaging that they already have. And that kind of, you know, turning back as well, that goes on to like a zero waste, you know, as well where by reusing the containers you already have, you're, you're making no waste, you know. It's mm-hmm. funny because when, you know, we are, we're all taught this recycling triangle back in what elementary school, elementary you know, school. Yeah, yeah, use, yeah. use recycle. Yeah. But, like, the issue is we always just skip straight to recycle. Like, how mm-hmm. often do you reuse, reuse stuff nowadays, stuff. you know? Yeah. If you buy a shampoo bottle, you use it and then recycle it. Yeah. You know? We so like just say reduce, reuse, refill. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? And recycle, you know, recycling should be the last the resort, last option, you know, if you it's know? damaged, you know, like, unusable anymore. But our main goal is kind of now squeezing in that, you know, refill and reuse just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so amazing. I know for me, I'm definitely guilty of just, like, using up the shampoo and throwing it out. <laughs> really, like, prioritizing that. Super, super awesome stuff. And have you guys seen a positive impact, like, within your community from feedback you've heard? How receptive has the Tom's River area really been to your shop and overall customer retention? Yeah, I I mean, overall, I think it's been really good. You know, we're still trying to get our name out there, especially, you know, we, we constantly have people coming up. It's like, I had no idea you guys existed. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I saw you on Facebook the other day and I wanted to come in and check it out. And, you know, that's that's really, you know, social media, of course, has been, you know, a, very helpful to us in getting our name out there, as well as, you know, we do offer a compost program in our store as well. So that has been really helpful, yeah. retaining and it, customers. I think and, another aspect as well has mainly been like educating our customers mm-hmm. and community about why refilling matters, you know. And like we said about like how you could actually come into our store and buy these things package free because packaging also counts for part of those, you know, the cost and the actual product that you're buying. And so we're, you know, educating our community on how buying package free can also help save money, you know, on aspects it, mm-hmm. you know, contributes to a circular economy. And that has really helped, you know, open yeah. our community's eyes to the good that we're doing. And, you know, we've had so many of our customers have come in like, oh my gosh, I've, I've been waiting for this like forever. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like that's literally like what we, you know, we what, what we, we wanted hear. to do. And, yeah. and here, because like we've been waiting for it ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, that's why... We decided to do this, and so that's been, you know, the main thing. And, you know, keeping our customers, you know, with us is just bringing in products they want to see. Every few weeks, you know, we like to post on our social media, like, what do they want to see from us? Whether it's an event they want us to hold or another, a new product they want us to bring, because we always want to make sure that we're providing what they want to see. Yeah, that's awesome, really bringing that demand back. I know for me, I've definitely never heard of anything like this before I was, like, chatting with you guys, and it's so awesome just really seeing that we can impact the environment by just little daily things like buying less plastic on your shampoo. Sure. Super, super cool. <laughs> and just coming back to the logistics, of what is the biggest, like, logistical obstacle you guys have had to work through during this process, whether it's, like, building a website, like, creating your brand, and how did you really overcome that and learn from these experiences? I feel like each part, you know, every year that we've been in business, we've had some sort of big obstacle. I think the first year was mainly building our presence and our branding. And, you know, by the end of our first year, you know, we we invested in branding because I think that's something that draws us all, you know, together. It made us look real. You yeah. know, yeah. a lot of people didn't believe us at first, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. they thought, like, oh, you know, this is going to turn into a little hobby. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like a lemonade stand to, like, a corporation. <laughs> exactly. No, for sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then also, 
you know, people now have, like, a logo, and, you know, when you see, you're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's the one-stop eco shop, like, I recognize the logo, you know, and at the time, we had, what, like, a $30 logo from, like, Fiverr, like, we're like, we need something, and, like, I'm, I'm no graphic designer, I, I can't come up with, you know, a design, so we, we had it professionally done. Yeah, what was, like, the second year? I think the next year was really, we knew we wanted to, you know, get into a store at that point, so many stores were popping up all over, and we were like, we want to bring this to our community, like, it was time you I know. think that at that point it was funding at the time like yeah. trying to start saving like towards a storefront you know calculating out okay like how much would it be here how much would it be there you yeah know, what what are the other factors that go into opening a store you know taxes and different all sorts of bills Hiring and employees uh, yeah payroll systems and insurance and yeah, you know, that renovations like like, <laughs> like the big school adult stuff. Yeah, yeah and it, it was, was it was crazy for my nineteen year old mind. And at times I even doubted. I was like, like, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I would literally sit in my bed. I'm like, Madison, like, should we do this? Like, you know, I, you know, I'm thinking like looking at you know my savings account as a college student. Like, you know, I'm gonna put myself in more. That's <laughs> so <laughs> true. But I mean, thankfully, you know, we've been we were working on our you know our social media, yeah. you know, for the past you going know, viral year. on TikTok. We went viral, <laughs> and then obviously for funding, we entered into you know some entrepreneurship so, yeah. competitions, and were able to get a lot of funding from there. We started like a little fundraiser in our town and got some money through that as well. And then I think you know our next main obstacle was you know securing our storefront and mm-hmm. you know making it like our little home. actual actually yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. There. Just dreaming big and going for it. This is yes. really awesome stuff, guys. And I've heard a lot of this interview. You guys have really talked about relying on each other. So what is it like to work with your sister <laughs> on this and really being partners together? Because I know for me, love my sister. She's two years younger than me. But sometimes I'm like, I need a break, girl. So what has it really been like, and how do you guys really balance that workload? I I think really going off of our strengths and weaknesses, Brooke, like, you know, she'd mentioned before she had run an Instagram for a little while before starting the business, and I think that really got her onto the social media <laughs> aspect, which was not... Yeah. You know, my my plan, I'm like, the, you know, I, I doubted her at first. I'm like, TikTok is not <laughs> worth it. We had 10 followers. Was, I'm like, it's not going to happen. This was our exact it's conversation. So I was like, Madison, I was like, I, I need to start a business TikTok. And she was like, no, no, let's just focus on Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, Madison, I was like, everyone's going viral on TikTok. Let me try. Give me six yeah. months. I told her those exact yeah. words. Six months yeah. later, we literally had over like 30,000 followers. And Madison turned to me and was like, Brooke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I told yeah. you. No, for, um, for sure. But I definitely, like, it's been amazing to work. And Madison's literally, like, my build. Like, you know, we're always there for each other. We're yeah. practically always with each other, which is a good thing, <laughs> you know. Um, which also and really Don't fun. get me wrong. We, we get into our, like, little petty fights, which I feel like also yeah. brings like, just, like, a we'll sister um, Of course. Yeah. yeah we, like, disagree. You know, I think that's a big thing <laughs> because, like, you know, she thinks something's really good. I'm like, no, I don't want to, like, all yeah. the time back and forth but like Madison was saying I think we've each found individual roles like what we're like Mm -hmm. truly good at Madison is really good you know with customer service and like interacting with our customers she handles pretty much all like the on floor stuff for our shop I kind of handle the back stuff she does like all like she does our finances in in social media and I do like all the farmers markets I do emails like packaging stocking products you know um, like the orders yeah yeah she's she's more into that but yeah. 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 No, that's super awesome. <laughs> Going from just your, I feel like your mom's like Facebook friends are always your biggest fan. Yeah. To like, expand that into like a national platform is such so cool. And also like, how do you find 
the time to be involved students like nursing is a very rigorous program you guys are in ROTC leadership clubs on campus and founders like of a storefront all at the same time <laughs> like how do you find the time I think really, really planning, you know, like I know my schedule is six months out from here at least, if not later, just, you know, for the business, you know, we're constantly planning, especially with school, you know, I, I know my class schedule, which, which really helps. And, you know, staying, thankfully we do have an employee now, so, cause we definitely cannot <laughs> yeah, work awesome. the week and then go back and forth, that'd be yeah. too much of it. We do have an employee that handles the store during the week. Yeah, Ange is like our best like team ever now. <laughs> like, we're so glad to find Ange. I was like, we need someone, you know, who fits like with our personalities. And we were like so grateful, Angelina is her name. She's really been like, truly like a great asset, you know, yeah. working with us. Um, but going back, like, scheduling-wise, like, literally Google Calendar, and I use this now, like, Remind app, um, through Microsoft, and it, like, I'm, like, I put things, like, I've, like, I have a do list every day, and then, you know, I could, like, plan stuff in there, like, when things are due by, um, and then, like, business, you know, like Madison said, like, I have to plan, like, in advance, like, I know I'm starting to plan for December and, like, next year already, like, and it's crazy, it's crazy to think about, like, you know, I would not have normally done that, finance, you know, (laughs) finance-wise, like, what are our numbers looking like, like, I have to think about, you know, rent, get everything lined up, and I think that's something that's really helpful you know handling like school and like other things as well as just knowing what I have to plan and when I have to do it you know especially with farmers market I book those you know but for everyone else you know on the other side like you see them come up you know a few weeks before they start I do them like a few months before they start yeah so we'll start we'll start probably in February January and February for all of our summer markets Oh, wow, that's awesome. Really planning ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. for, like, for sure. And applying, you know, yeah. redoing, like, applications and stuff. Mm-hmm. But really just planning and lining things up calendar-wise has really, really been helped. beneficial yeah. to, like, manage our I mean, time. Right now, we, we have a very similar schedule. We pretty much are Which is, in yeah. the same classes yeah. and everything, so that really helps a lot, thankfully. But, I mean, even during the week, you know, like, I'm like, okay, Monday, you know, from 2 to 4, we're recording reels or, like, planning posts for the business. Tuesday night, we're planning what we need to, what products we need to get back in stock for the business. Every day is a, diff- a different thing for us <laughs> And then, the you know, if we have, like, exams coming up, you know, this weekend, we gotta study. Business things might put on, like, hold until Monday. <laughs> so, it's really always about, like, yeah. It's like a know. back and forth kind yeah. of action. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't have a quiz this week? Okay, business. All right, I have an exam <laughs> next week in school. Okay, I... I don't have a quiz until next week. Oh, back to business now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> okay, that's so awesome. And also nursing and starting a business, two definitely different fields. How's the business helped you in your nursing endeavors so far? And how do you plan to use your nursing career or degree to really help you with the one-stop eco shop? Yeah, for sure. I, I think what originally, it, it's funny, I actually had come to Seton Hall. I was originally a pre-med major. I was dead set on going to med school and becoming oh, like really? a dermatologist. Yeah, I had a completely <laughs> different path and so did Madison. So yeah. I was like, I, I'm dead set. I would be become a physical therapist I'm being college for the next six years yeah. <laughs> and obviously the, the business kind yeah, of changed. We, yeah we started the business I think it was like mid to end of our you know our senior year of high school and, and you know at that time I was personally still downing it like I you know at the time I didn't know if this would take off if my or if our community would like it so it was kind of all just you know up in the air at that point and as it you know as it went on you know, the business grew and I was like, you know, this is really something I want to focus on because it not only benefits like health aspect, like, you know, Madison. I think really tying it all together, it's great, you know, communication and interaction with people, you know, on a daily basis, whether that be social media or in the store when I'm, you know, trying to push my business to customers and get them informed about it. And also in the healthcare, 
aspect you know of course as a nurse you're constantly talking with patients you're constantly helping them and I think you know sure. um, the goal of this business is to get people aware of the goal of our business and we're, we are trying to help people so I think you know they they definitely correlate together with that for sure yeah, yeah. super awesome and also just personal curiosity how did you come up with the name one stop ego shop because I love it it's catchy it's there <laughs> but like how did you come up with this it was actually one of our followers remember so we had yeah. done we had done like a little poll because at the time I was like yeah. when I was still you know running the my twin. like yeah. eco twin Instagram I was like the eco twin shop I was like the, but that's I was like it's not just yeah. me like mm-hmm. you know and I I was like IS Nas you know and we honestly couldn't think of a name we're like, like double we, like, take I'm like no Brooke we're not opening a bakery yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we so were good. like double trouble you know eco shop we're like none of it sounded right and we had put a little poll and we're like what names you know what names do you have for a business just throwing out there to our followers and someone commented one stop shop and I was like wait a minute one stop eco shop that kind of had a ring to it yeah and you know we we debated on it for a few days and you know I I was asking around I was like does one stop eco shop sound like catchy to you or is that (laughs) too catchy like (laughs) and I think we finally decided on the name we're like I think I think this is it yeah yeah awesome well it has definitely come to fruition and definitely gone past that (laughs) one comment super cool where do you both hope to see the one stop eco shop as well as yourselves in 10 years First off, our biggest goal right now is expanding the food section in our store. It's definitely lacking a little bit at the moment, but we definitely do have a good amount of staples, you know, spices, pastas, grains, pretty much everything like that's a good staple in your house that you really need. But the next biggest thing we want to invest in is a fridge and start offering dairy Ooh, and cheeses wow. and meats okay. and fresh produce. Uh, we already have a local honey person that we get local honey from. He, you know. Oh, like a beekeeper? Yeah, he's, <laughs> a, he's a beekeeper. Yeah, so awesome. we're super thankful for finding him on social media as well. Yeah. That was, you know, our biggest thing is food. And, you know, eventually a goal of ours is to be able to accept food stamps as well. And, of course, we do need, like, certain um, foods to accept that. I think, you know, going down, like, even farther, we want to expand the product line that we make. Like, right now, in-house, we make our own toilet bombs, we call them. So it's, like, a package-free, you know, toilet cleaner. But we're also, we're working right now on launching, like, our own sugar scrubs, and we want to get into body butters. You know, but down the line, we want to actually be able to manufacture our own, you know, dish brushes and soap dishes, you know, for, you know, with our, like, logo and, you know, branding Mm -hmm. on it. And years from now, though, we I think we also really want to open more stores. You know, yeah. it's funny. A lot of people have been asking online, you know, like, where, like, do you have stores, like, elsewhere? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, at the moment, this is our only location. <laughs> but I think definitely down the Hopefully line, we want to open, you know, whether it's in New Jersey or maybe even another state. Well, you know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But, I mean, <laughs> one day become the new Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll see us everywhere, you yeah, know. for sure. Yeah, super Cool. And what advice would you give to students who have like similar dreams of starting a business or these really big ideas that they want to make possible and are just starting out or just have this idea that they told their mom? Yeah, I guess my my one biggest piece of advice would don't give up. You know, even if people, you know, think it's maybe just going to be a hobby or, you know, something that doesn't last forever, you know, push through it start it you know you only live once you know like and that's what I was thinking too I was like when am I ever ever gonna be able to start a business because if I do when I'm 40 
you know, that's like, that's how the rest of midlife crisis, you know, using up, you know, all my savings, you know, if there's any, there's no better time than now start that's that's exactly what i would say like just do it honestly it's it's worth the risk now when you're young and you can make up for it later in life then (laughs) do it later in life and there's no way yeah there's like no backup plan definitely just just take the jump and do it you won't regret it you know even if it doesn't you know end up well and you have to stop it for some reason you know that was a learning opportunity and that maybe you know just gave you another opportunity to you know start up another business or find a new career path for yourself yeah even if you fail once just do it again. Keep on going, yeah. Yeah, so fair. Just never never give up, for no, sure. No, for sure. And then our last question is, what can the Seton Hall community do to help you guys out in your endeavors? Yeah, I mean, I always like to say, you know, social, like sharing on social media is mm-hmm. pro- probably for one sure. of, like, the biggest, you know, aspects of, you know, not only getting our word out but out there, but finding, you know, the people who want to join this, you know, yeah. sort of community, but not only them, but we want to reach, you know, a larger audience and, yeah. you know, show people why, you know, this type of refilling and shopping is, you know, so beneficial and yeah, why sure. it really is going to be, you know, definitely, definitely give us a follow on Instagram, following <laughs> and, and honestly connections, yeah. you know, we've met so many people online, you know, whether that be now someone who we have their product in our store or someone who's been able to help us along our journey. So meeting, you know, reach out to us. If you need yeah. something, let us know. We'd be more than <laughs> willing to help. We've yeah. helped so many people online, yeah. you know, with their business. They've helped us so much with ours and, you know, yeah. just sharing. We're on sharing, you know, Instagram, liking. Facebook, TikTok. TikTok has been like our main, you know, our largest mm-hmm. platform yet. But we're definitely um, growing on Instagram. We're growing on Instagram. And then you could always find us on, on our website as well. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. From everything from your eco shop to really dreaming big and going for you guys are set up for success. And it was so <laughs> awesome to chat with you guys tonight. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you yeah. so much thank for having you. us on. Yeah, of course. And be sure to check out the One Stop Eco Shop either online at a farmer's market or in their storefront today. On behalf of everyone at the Pasita Leadership Institute, I'd like to thank the podcast team, 89.5 FM WSOU for allowing us to use their facilities and you for listening. Follow us online at www.shu.edu backslash leadership, on Instagram at Bacino Leaders, and on Twitter at SHU Leadership. At Seton Hall, we make leaders better.